The Kramer Show being brought to you by KN Filters. KNFilters.com. Couple of things. Um, my buddy Paul was on Facebook the other day and he, his post said, um, thinking about switching to K. I mean, I, I, I was like, I can't believe you just wrote this. Uh, thinking about switching to KN Filters today. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this and that. And I wrote him and I said, dude, really? I said, that, that's the sponsor of my, uh, of my podcast now. And the second thing, I'm in Walmart the other day. I'm getting uh, a brake light uh, repaired, and I see this huge poster for K&N Filters. And I'm like, hey, I have arrived. These guys know what they're doing. It's a very simple-to-install air filter, and it's backed by the K&N uh, Million Mile Limited Warranty. And it'll be the last filter air filter for the, your vehicle you will ever need. You go to knfilters.com backslash podcast and get a great deal on a K&N replacement air filter. Free shipping, and as a bonus, they will send you a K&N hat. Um, it's a lifetime reusable air filter, the million-mile limited warranty. Uh, and, you know, they sell over 5,000 products designed for cars, trucks, motorcycles, engines, and industrial applications, uh, which is just phenomenal. Uh, the technology has just been perfected. KNFilters.com backslash podcast. This is The Kramer Show. System activate. This is Kramer Uncut. Raw, honest, and real. Welcome into the show uh, for Tuesday, November 1. Got a lot to talk about. I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, focus less on politics today uh, and more on uh, on music. I'll get to that in a second. If you're listening on iTunes, make sure you leave me um, uh, a favorable review. Give me a couple of, you know, give me a five star, whatever they got going now. Uh, and I appreciate everybody listening on iTunes. I cannot get over uh, our numbers. Our numbers for this podcast are out of the fucking realm uh, of what I you know, originally thought, uh, we started to do the show. I will say, uh, uh, as far as politics are concerned, this latest with Hillary Clinton and the emails, we know, and we've known for a long time that Hillary Clinton, um, had a private email server in her basement. And we know that she was covering shit up. Okay. We, we knew that. What I'm more baffled by is that everybody is kind of letting go of uh, Anthony Weiner. Now, I know Anthony Weiner, he is not, you know, in, in anybody's uh, picture now. He, you know, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of garbage. But the reason that these, these latest ones were found was because the FBI was uh you know, looking on Anthony Weiner's wife's computer. And he used that computer to send dick pics to 15-year-olds. Uh, so they found these emails. This guy is the scummiest, uh, you know, of guys on the planet. And, you know, anyway, it, it just bothers me that this, you know, this guy was... Anthony Weiner is not a dumb guy. In fact, a lot of his policies um, were were really well thought out. He's a smart guy, uh, which is probably one of the most horny guys on the planet who couldn't keep in control of it. 
You know, he could not control that shit. If you are a guy, dudes, you got to learn from these people that are fucking up in the in the public eye. Look what's happening to them. You know, you don't want to throw your life away because you got horny. All right. You got to learn that at some point. You don't want to throw away a career. You don't want to throw away a marriage. You don't want to throw away uh, your um, your reputation. You don't want to throw away your relationship with your children. You, you know, think about it for a second. You know, oh, wow, this 15-year-old is really hot. Okay, shit. Who cares? I don't care how hot she is. She is not getting a dick pic from yours truly. I can guarantee you that. Her mother, eh, we'll talk. I don't know. Depends on how, <laughs> how hot the mom is. I, I'm. There are so many people that are so flippant about nudity and, and texting and this whole world that's opened up for people, especially for people that are the age of Anthony Weiner. The people that are in their for men that are in their 40s and 50s. Uh, are living out their fantasies of what it would have been like when they were in their early 20s. I mean, I got to tell you, it, it is fantastic. And I can't imagine what it would be like to be single. And you're out there and you're just, wow. You know, there's a whole fucking world of women. And all you got to do is just tap a button and you can talk to them. And I, you know, that part, I, I understand that it's intriguing. But I cannot imagine someone on the Anthony Weiner level, after being caught the first two times, still, still uh, sending out stupid-ass messages. This guy is a fucking dolt. If there's anything uh, that you can learn from that, it's to, you know, relax. Stop stop thinking what you're peeing, peeing or peeing. I wrote an article the other day. And uh, I was talking about music. And uh, I'll read you a little bit of this. You guys have got to start going to the website and posting because, man, I mean, it's a drag uh, when I post all this shit and we don't get people. Because I think this was I think this was really important. Um, here, let me pull a song up for you. I, I mean, I'm not going to play the whole thing because fucking censors and everybody are going crazy. But um. So I, I'm sitting at the radio station, and I work um, uh, in a rock radio station that plays a lot of classic rock. And and I'll read you a little bit of this. I, you know, and I'm a real student of not only just music but pop culture. And I've spent my time in radio <clears throat> since 1989. Uh, boy, it's been a long time studying music, trying to figure it out, pop culture. Uh, trying to keep up with things as they kind of move and music without a question something i really do know something about out of anything i probably know probably know the most about music and rock music to me as i see it is dead on the vine uh over the last two years i've interviewed a bunch of people i interviewed uh, scott wyland uh before his untimely passing uh, Paul Stanley, Alice Cooper, Zachy Vengeance, Ted Nugent, Rick Nielsen, Tom Thayer, uh, and the list just goes on and on. I mean, it's just, I've interviewed some really big people. And one thing that I do uh, with every single one of those people when I get them on the air, and I don't care if I only have five minutes with them, I ask them what they feel about the current state of rock music. 
every time. If you go back and you listen to those interviews, every time, at some point, I asked that question. Out of everybody I've interviewed just in the past two years, not one single person has said anything positive about current rock music. Not one. They will, like, Zachy Vengeance will go, yeah, well, we're out on tour, you know, with so-and-so, and we saw their show the other night, and it was really good. They'll do that. But they're not going to come out and go, yeah, well, you know, there's a new band. Uh, they're called uh, whatever, whatever, and we're just so into them. We love them. Not one of them. Not even one. To me, rock music has not evolved in any way since the 90s. You know, like I said, there's some good bands out there that are putting out okay music. They're just not changing. They're not evolving. They're not progressing. They're not nurturing the genre like other types of music. Country country music did it. Country evolved and is just as relevant now as it's ever been. I listened to um, our country station here in the market, and, you know, some of them, some of the – like I'll be listening – and some of the, the uh, country records will have a little bit of a rap in them. And then you have uh, a beef that happens within the country music genre where one guy will go, well, this dude, you know, all he is is a pretty face and he hires a rapper. And I'm like, you know, but think about it. It's not that bad of an idea if it's not too bad of a product because it's evolving. So country music has done it. Pop music certainly has evolved and it evolves every month. And it just it has always done that. That's what pop music uh, does. It evolves. It has really that format has done fantastic for the past, you know, 30, 40 years at evolving. And to me, the most profound evolution in music uh, is R and B, hip hop, whatever you want to call it. I mean, like no other, uh, it defines its audience. Uh, it embeds itself into the lifestyle the times, the culture, and it is absolutely more relevant now than it's ever been. And that's really a big statement because, uh, you know, it's been extremely strong for many decades now. It's only getting stronger. I mean, you know, from uh, the NWA days uh, and, and even before that. But, you know, think about how much that has ingrained itself in its, for the lack of a better word, community. If you take a look at the rock charts, uh, you'll you'll see Disturbed, Metallica, Green Day, Corn, Five Finger Death Punch, Coldplay, eh, Fall Out Boy. If you want to, you know, consider that. All of those bands: Metallica, Disturbed, Green Day, Corn, Five Finger Death Punch, Coldplay. All those bands are basically and practically classic rock. They've been around forever. Um, Green Day has been around for 25 years. Corn has probably been around for 20 years. Metallica has been around since fucking at least 30 years. Disturbed, easy 20 years. Coldplay, probably 15 or 20 years. Think about that for a second. Those are not new bands. Nowhere close. And you know, that's okay. That's fine. But where is the cutting edge breakthrough band that's talking to its audience? That's cutting through. Where is the new band everybody is talking about? The only one, and I sat here the other day, the only one modern day right now that I can think about uh, or think of is 21 Pilots. Okay, now let me let me talk about 21 Pilots for a second. So a couple of months ago, 
during a random conversation with my uh, my son, I said, so who's your, who's your favorite rock band? Actually, we were driving. Uh, I said, who's your favorite rock band? And he said, 21 Pilots. I said, uh, I thought it was Godsmack. And he goes, yeah, I like Godsmack. But, um, and he's 12 years old. But he, he goes, I'm really into 21 Pilots. So a couple of days later, I get home, and uh, he's back in my office at home, and I open up the door, and he's listening to 21 Pilots. And uh, I go, what are you listening to? He goes, 21 Pilots. So I kind of start making fun of him. I was like, you, I can't believe you really like 21 Pilots, because all I know at that moment of 21 Pilots is it's these two little young kids, and you know they got like a drum machine, and you know, and I'm thinking it's like Justin Bieber. So I really don't know anything about 21 Pilots, but I'm busting his balls about it. And so, but he, he goes, no, I, I, I like it. You know, and he starts making a case for him. And I was like, okay. So one weekend, about two or three weeks, weekends ago, we're driving around doing stuff. And uh, we're, li- I, I don't know who we're listening to, but this song comes on. And I was like, wow, I really like that. And he goes, and I, I go, who is that? And he goes, 21 Pilots. And he starts laughing. And, uh, and so... I heard it again later in the day, and then I start kind of singing along with it. My friends are heathens, take it slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any, any sudden moves. You don't know the half of the abuse. All my friends are heathens, take it slow. All right, so that's the song, and I, and I really fell in love with it after hearing it a couple of times. Uh, um, <clears throat> so, you know, then he starts kind of making fun of me because, you know, I was making fun of him. So I looked into it. 21 Pilots are from Ohio. Uh, they are young. It's two guys, uh, and I've watched a couple of interviews with them. Uh, they seem like nice dudes. And so I don't, I don't hate 21 Pilots. I don't know that – I don't know if I can – hear if i can hear that song on a rock station i'm willing though to to allow that to happen because that is such a cool song all right is it like aerosmith no is it like motley Crue? no is it like anything that we really have heard in, in the past 30 years now that's a really tough question because there's been so much stuff that's been out but i will say this it has its own sound um it is talking to younger people nowadays um and we can't just hate a group or a band because they're younger and we can't we got to get out of the habit of doing that shit because if we if we keep doing that, then it's never going to evolve. Now they say that music and radio is cyclical. You know, like uh, every five years, pop music will be real big, and then in another you know cycle, country will be really big, and then in another cycle, hip hop, and then rock. Now, here's the problem: in the past, at least mm, twenty years, I'll go. 15 but i'll say 15 to 20 rock music has not been there we have not been in the cycle country all the other genres of music have been rock music has not and i think that's because as as guys get older if you really think about it uh men don't 
normally <clears throat> evolve with music taste. As we get into our 30s and 40s, we want to hear the same shit we've heard our whole fucking lives. That's why a lot of rock stations play a lot of classic rock to get really inside about it. That's why. Because, like, if you're 40, you're not fucking, you're nine times out of 10, if you're 40 or 45, you are not going to fucking open up to the 21 pilots. You're not going to do it. But you should. So the 80s, you had, uh, well, let's go back. The 70s, you had gritty rock bands like the Stones and Aerosmith and Black Sabbath. Um, you had ACDC, you had The Who, you had Sticks. Those bands, uh, they broke through all the clutter. And those bands still idolized to this day. And it evolved. The 80s, 80s filled with over-the-top, big-hair bands, glamour. You had Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses, Poison, Van Halen, Bon Jovi, Whitesnake. There's a million of them we could throw in there. The 90s, which is <clears throat> my personal favorite, um, we had Nirvana, we had Pearl Jam, Candlebox, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Marilyn Manson, Stone Temple Pilots, Radiohead. It went on and on and on. <clears throat> so who are... The awesome, iconic bands from the 2000s. What rock band from this century will we be talking about, and which one will be relevant in the year 2050? So if you do math, a little bit of math with this, there are bands from long ago that are still insanely relevant now. If we were to go back and say, well, what radio stations, what rock stations are still playing the Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, Black Sabbath, ACDC, um... Ozzy, The Who, Sticks. <clears throat> there are countless radio stations that are rock stations all over this country that are still playing those bands, <clears throat> and they're from the 70s. So if that's the case, that's 40 years. It's 2016. So what band that's out today, think about this, give me an answer, go to the, go to the message boards, kramershow.net, www.kramershow.net. Dot net Kramer with a K. And here's the question. What bands can you think of that are out today that will be relevant, will be heard, will be played on the radio or played on, a, a, you know, whatever we do for radio in the year 2050? Name one. Go ahead. If, if this were, if this were 19... 82 and i asked you the same thing you could name at least 10 bands it's 2016 and you cannot name me one band that anybody will be talking about in the year 2050 if you can i would love to hear your answer if you cannot think of one which you won't be able to why is that why is it I'm dying to know because I, I don't have, I'm, I'm all out. I can't figure it out. Hit the site, <clears throat> KramerShow.net. Before I scoot, do you like football? How about sports betting? Gridiron Gamble is a podcast with four friends trying to turn a $1,500 entry into nearly $1 million in the Las Vegas Super Contest. You, you can get the podcast by searching for Gridiron Gamble on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Or find the show on gridirongamble.com and at gridirongamble on Twitter. 
plus the collective, as they call themselves, are running a season-long contest where you could win an NFL jersey, a watch, and more stuff. Check out gridirongamble.com today and find the show by searching Gridiron Gamble on your favorite podcast player. In a world where podcasts are a dime a dozen, sometimes a voice cuts through the clutter. The best of the best come out on top. No rules, no bosses, no limitations, and no pants. Dude, you're going to need to cover that up. Is that a bullet wound? This is the Kramer Show. 